Good morning. Welcome to the Marketing Minutes Podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. All right. So let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished up 2.51%. The S&P 500 finished up 2.45%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished up 2.15%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day up 1.94%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were energy and consumer discretionary. Energy finished up 5.14%, followed by consumer discretionary, which ended the day up 3.05%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were materials and communication services. Materials finished up 1.47%, followed by communication services, which ended the day up 1.62%. The market finished significantly higher yesterday as investors bought up the recently oversold names following last week's sell-off, which was the largest weekly decline in over two years. But before we get to the excitement from yesterday, the morning started with the release of a piece of economic data. According to the National Association of Realtors, sales of existing homes dropped 3.4% month-over-month in May to a seasonally adjusted rate of 5.41 million units. In addition, Total home sales in April were down 8.6% from a year ago. Now, the key takeaway from this report is that we've seen a slowdown in home buyer demand because of the fact that most people can't afford to buy a house right now due to higher mortgage rates and high inflation, not to mention the astronomically high prices of homes that are available. And this is obviously a concerning trend because it's expected to persist for the foreseeable future, but also because traditionally, Home ownership was one of the best ways to build wealth in this country. So not an encouraging data release, but really nothing that shocked anyone that's been paying attention to the housing market recently. But what may have shocked some people, though, was the way the market opened the holiday-shortened week yesterday. Now, before we get into talking about the performance from yesterday, I think it's important to acknowledge the fact that we were coming off a tough week last week, in which the S&P 500 dropped 5.7%, And both the NASDAQ and Dow Jones shed around 4.7%. And there was nowhere to hide last week, as all sectors finished down at least 4.2%. So to say the market was craving a bounce-back rally would be a massive understatement. Luckily for all of us, that is exactly what we saw yesterday. And what makes yesterday's performance more impressive was that it came despite some headwinds that were floating around out there yesterday such as the disappointing home sales numbers we just discussed, rising COVID cases in two regions in China, a spike in oil prices, and rising interest rates. Regardless, performance yesterday was impressive and broad-based, with some of the hardest-hit areas this year leading the rebound. Now, stocks got an early boost thanks to some strong corporate earnings from home-building company Lennar and everyone's favorite cereal brand Kellogg's, and the market never looked back. The mega caps and technology names, which have been the hardest hit companies this year, led the charge. And by the end of the day, all 11 sectors finished up around 1.5% or more. So in conclusion, it was a strong day for the broader market, where the signs of weakness yesterday were in how little a name was up 
which was a nice change of pace compared to last week. Obviously, we'll have to wait and see if the momentum of yesterday can be sustained or if the bounce was only temporary. Looking ahead to today, though, the market will receive the weekly MBA Mortgage Applications Index, as well as comments from Fed Chair Jerome Powell during his semi-annual monetary policy report to the Senate Banking Committee, so it should be another interesting day. Regardless of what happens, though, as always, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. The head of ExxonMobil, Darren Woods, stated yesterday that oil prices will likely remain elevated for the next five years, which is obviously not great news and will likely mean that gas prices will remain elevated for the foreseeable future. Now, to help with the current gas price situation, it was reported that the president is close to a decision regarding a national gas tax holiday, and he would likely announce a decision around the July 4th holiday. And it was also reported yesterday that the president is open to sending Americans money to pay for gas, which in a high inflationary environment is an interesting idea to say the least. Speaking of the president, it's being reported that he is doing well after his tragic bike fall this weekend. So great news there. Elsewhere, according to the Securities Industry and Financial Markets Association, 80% of economists in a recent survey named stagflation as the greatest long-term risk to the economy. In addition, a recent Bank of America Global Fund Manager survey found fears of stagflation are the highest they have been since June 2008. Now, stagflation, of course, occurs when there is high inflation and high unemployment at the same time, and the current fear is that with the Fed tightening monetary policy, it becomes more likely that there will be layoffs and that unemployment will rise. Unemployment currently sits at around 3.6%, so we'll have to keep our eye on that number in relation to inflation levels moving forward. And lastly, as with the costs of basically everything right now, the cost of childcare has increased significantly over the last year. So according to results of a survey reported yesterday from care.com, the price of childcare has skyrocketed around 15 to 30%. The survey also showed that 72% of parents reported spending 10% or more of their household income on childcare, while a whopping 51% of parents said they spend more than 20% of their salary or more on childcare, which is absolutely insane. As you can tell, it was a slower news cycle following the long weekend, But have no fear because we will end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from June 22nds of the past. Starting today all the way back in 1633, when Galileo was forced to disavow his views that the Earth orbits around the Sun by the Pope. And get this, the Vatican didn't admit it was wrong until October of 1992. The next event happened in 1865, when the CSS Shenandoah fired the last official shot of the American Civil War into the water, indicating surrender. In 1933, Adolf Hitler banned all other political parties in Germany, ultimately silencing any opposing views. Speaking of Germany, in 1941, Germany launched Operation Barbarossa, or simply the invasion of Russia. However, as the Nazis would later find out, the idea of invading Russia was not so simple. 
and the failure of this operation signaled a crucial turning point in World War II. And keeping on the World War II theme, in 1945, on June 22nd, Okinawa fell to U.S. troops, which marked a decisive defeat for Japan, as Okinawa was the last line of defense for mainland Japan. And lastly, in 1990, Checkpoint Charlie was dismantled on the border between East Berlin and West Berlin. So with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Marketing Minutes Podcast. Please note, the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.